Welcome back to Round Guy, the podcast as Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa presents playoff basketball in Southeast Iowa. We are on the phone with the coach of Mount Pleasant Panthers, Eric, is it Rawson? Yep, Rawson. All right. Yeah, well, well, welcome to the program, coach. Uh, this is the first time we've had you on the, the program. And uh, I want to tell you, we have a uh, a big audience in Mount Pleasant. Ten percent of my audience is in Mount. Of uh, the people listening in Iowa, listening in Mount Pleasant. Uh, so I mean, that's, uh, that's good. Got a good uh, good following then. Well, let me ask you this: Is is basketball a big thing down there? Yeah, we we certainly like to play some basketball in Ooh. Mount Pleasant, and, and uh, I'm fortunate enough to get after it. Uh, here recently up in Mount Vernon and came away with a W and we got a, we got another one here tonight at Marion in Cedar Rapids. So um, it's nice to still be playing. So anyway, before we talk about the, the, the games and stuff, let me ask you about you coach. Uh, what, what was your, how was your journey that took you to be the head coach of the, uh, your basketball journey anyway, to take you to be the head coach of the Mount Pleasant team? Yeah, no, I, uh, you know, I grew up in, in Winfield just north of Mount Pleasant, um, and played with uh, oh some guys you probably heard of, Jess Settles that played at the University of Iowa, and Clay Edwards that played at uh, Iowa State, and uh, had a had an underclassman a year younger than me, Bert Lappy, who played at UNI. So I was part of those teams at Winfield that uh, we had a nice run there uh, in the early '90s, and uh, you know I was fortunate enough to win a state championship in my senior year in 95. And from there, I went to the University of South Dakota in Vermilion and uh, played for uh, Coach Dave Boots there and, and, again, was fortunate enough to be part of a, a North Central Conference championship team and uh, kind of got away from basketball and uh, – I lived out on the West Coast for a little bit and, and migrated myself back to, to the Midwest and, and landed back in Mount Pleasant here and, and uh, you know, kind of got in touch with, with Paul Runquist, who was the head coach at the time. And we, uh, we helped put together a, a three-on-three Gus Macker basketball tournament for three years here in Mount Pleasant. And, and the first year, that really kind of got – I guess my relationship with Paul jump started and uh, you know, there was an opportunity to get on uh, as an assistant with him. And, um, you know, that that's really what kind of started, um, I guess, the, the coaching um, stint here in Mount Pleasant um, was, you know, it started under Paul, Paul Runquist and, and uh, eventually, we, we brought on Caleb Akey, who is now the uh, head coach at, at Burlington. So Paul and I and Caleb, we coached together for a good amount of years, I don't know, maybe 10 or more. And um, so it's, uh, it's it's been exciting, <laughs> to say the least. Well, you'll be I feel, very fortunate, feel very fortunate and blessed, you know, to be able to uh, be in the position that I'm in um, with the school and being able to, to coach these young men every day. And, and, um, you know, just feel fortunate also, you know, with, with work and life balance, um, 
you know, my real life, I'm, I work at Pilot Girl Savings Bank. I'm a banker. So, um, you know, it's been, it's been a blessing. Well, anyway, you might be interested to know that Clay and Jess Settles, Clay Edwards and Jess Settles are going to call tomorrow. And we're going to do an episode of taking a trip down memory lane about those years where you guys went to the championship. And we're going to talk about, you know, your games in Pekin and your games in Waco and places like that. So uh, it's interesting to hear that you were a part of that yourself. Yeah, you know, uh, my freshman year, that would have been Jess's junior year. We went to, uh, obviously, we went, we went to the state tournament that year and 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 got second that year against Appleton Parkersburg. And, uh, you know, then we followed up Jess's senior year. I think we placed third. Uh, Clay's senior, we, we ended up, uh, I think, with a fourth-place finish. And, you know, fortunate enough to win it my senior year. And I believe Lappy... And uh, that crew came back then the following year. I don't know if that game went in overtime or not, but um, and it was a close one. I, I think they dropped it, and you know, it might have been a possession or two basketball game and ended up getting second. But, man, that run there in Winfield um, over those years was, was you know, was, was special. Well, uh, speaking of special, you've got a special team with some excellent uh, athletes on it, and you uh, played in one of the super, super tough divisions in, in the state, a uh, couple maybe top five teams in the in the conference, and then some uh, big 4A schools, and uh, uh, had a lot of challenges this year, but everything seemed to come together uh, opening night of the playoffs, didn't it? Yeah, it did. You know, we uh, credit to our kids, and – just sticking with it. Uh, we've had so many close games this year. If it's a possession or a two-possession game, you know, that Mount Vernon double overtime victory for us, that was our third that was our third overtime game. And we went triple overtime with New London on the road early in the year. Um, then also had an overtime game at home with, with Regina. Um, you know, and, and with this group, we've, we've got some guys that, um, you know, we, we knew what we had. We liked what we had, um, you know, going into the year. And, you know, if you get some of those close ones early, um, you know, maybe, maybe you, you find some other ways to win on some of those ones that you lost that were close. Um, so it was, it was just, it was really good to see, really happy for the kids to, to make it happen on, on this past Monday, you know, uh, Peyton Higgins. Uh, just he's a sophomore point guard for us and had an outstanding basketball game Monday. And he's a kid that's been playing with uh, kind of like an abdominal strain. He thought it was a groin injury at first, but, you know, he's, he's had a battle through that here for the last month and month and a half. And he's still honestly not a hundred percent, but man, you couldn't, you couldn't tell on Monday. I think he, he, you know, he finished with 26 points and 10 rebounds and you know, it was a career night for him. Well, I want to talk to you about your team and go over it a little bit. Uh, first, I want you to tell me some of the, so who are some of the players that come off the bench during the season and maybe during the playoffs that provide a spark or make a big play for you yeah. down the stretch or just help spot some of your starters, give them a rest. Yeah. You know, we, we brought Owen Van Sickle off the bench on Monday. You know, he's a kid that's been kind of in and out of the starting lineup for us. He's a junior, uh, played, played some sparing minutes with us last year. 
and he, he's he's been in a, in kind of a leadership role, and and he also he also comes off the bench for us, and you know he had nine points for us on uh, on on Monday, and and gave us some gave us some big minutes. You know, there's a there's a young man that's kind of coming into his own, and he, he played quite a bit of JV basketball for us this year, and, and that's Nate Stroud. He's a sophomore. And he's six four, six five, and you know that's something you can't teach. You can't teach height. And you just got to get him, get him to play a little more mean. It was a little mean streak in him, and um, but he, he plays big, and, and he's doing well. And and he, you know that's another kid that came in and, and gave us some minutes and played well for us on on Monday, and and so it, that's nice to see, especially as a sophomore. So what, what- uh, Carter? You know, he, he's a junior for us. He's he's kind of a power forward guy. Um, he has started to play extremely well and, and doing the little things and understanding his role, you know, post-Christmas, you know, I, he's really taken on um, the challenge that we gave him and, and, and what he needs to do to, to help us win. So, uh, who on your team, you know, uh, starters included here, uh, uh, really provides a defense? Who is the 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 deep the the leader of your defense? You know, defensively, again, I mean, we can look at uh, we can look at Peyton, Peyton Hagens. You know, certainly Dewan Trent um, with the style of defense that we're playing right now. He's coming up with a lot of steals. He's extremely active on the glass and rebounds very well for us. Um, you know, again, but he's he's also a guy that we look to uh, for leadership on the offensive end. But he certainly brings some energy defensively for us on the glass and and can come up with a steal here and there. You know, and again, Hagen's. You know, you can't you can't uh, leave Peyton Hagen's out of the conversation defensively. You know, Owen Van Sickle again. Um, he can bring some energy when he needs to, and you know, uh, you know, a kid that we haven't mentioned yet is is Aiden Ashton and you know we've we've asked him to uh defend um you know the other team's best player multiple times so and he he uh he loves the challenge and and does very well with it and also rebounds well for us so who 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 provided some offense for you to help you win that game you know Dewan Trent uh, he ended up with uh, 12 points on the night and had a big second half for us. Uh, was really active in the paint. Um, you know, and, and Peyton Higgins, you know, finished with 26. I think he was six for 11 from three. Again, he had a you know he had a career night. And you get into postseason play, and you you got to find some guys that are going to step up and have big nights. Um, you know, it was nice to see Peyton. Um, you know, we see it in practice. You know, we, we saw it when he was 100% healthy, and it, it was certainly nice to see um, just his drive and determination and his will to win uh, on Monday. It was, it was fun to watch. Well, who, do you, who did you draw in the next round? So we got Marion, Cedar Rapids Marion. Um, that's tonight, obviously. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be another tough one for us. You know, they're very similar in style. Kind of remind us a lot of Washington, uh, Washington Demons. And, um, you know, we'll be at Marion 
seven o'clock tonight. And, you know, it's a team that they like to get up and down. Uh, they've got some guys that certainly can shoot it and they're athletic. Um, they got some inside outside presence. So, uh, you know, it'll, it'll be a tough game for us. Well, you know, we'll have to play, certainly we'll have to play well. And you got to, um, at this stage in the game, uh, for a district final, you gotta, gotta play well and you gotta have some luck on your side. So how do we follow your team on social media, on the radio? You have a YouTube channel. You know, how, how can we follow the games? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we got a Facebook page, um, Panther Hoopla. And you can, you can find us on Twitter, um, myself and, and uh, Mount Pleasant. I think it's MP Basketball. To be honest with you, I don't know what the handle is offhand. <laughs> well, I see it all the time. It's a good presence on on Twitter. Uh, what about so? Is it K I L J? That's who was covering it the other night. They sure did a great. They called the game fantastic. Yeah, MP Panther Hoops is our Twitter. So, um, yeah, you can. Uh, yeah, K L J. Man, they do a great job. Nathan does a great job. Coach Bennett does a great job following us and giving us the energy and color from the. Uh, from the sideline, so it's nice to, you know, pretty fortunate to have that crew uh, do our basketball games and, and stick with it. It's it's uh, it's good to have. So, what about YouTube? Is there any YouTube following? You know, there there is. If you go through um, Mount Pleasant close up, you're able to get to uh, our Mount Pleasant. Uh, you you can access our our past games. Um, with the game with Marion and just with with the rules of the state right now, you know those games, the state games now that were in tournament play, aren't being broadcasted uh, via YouTube. Now I, it's up to the host school, I believe, Marion, if 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 they wanted to, there's a package that they have to provide and, and uh, purchase to to do that, but I'm, I'm not sure if that, that happened for this game, to be honest with you. Okay. So uh, if, if you're listening to the game, you want to check it out on YouTube, you might want to go to Marion's page. They they may or may not have it. It's like a $500 fee. The school's got to come up with to broadcast the game. Some some yeah, schools are and some schools aren't. Yeah, some some are, some aren't. I think, uh, you know, Fort Madison's got Clear Creek, Amana at home tonight. I believe, I believe they're going to broadcast the game or, or televise it rather via YouTube. But I, to be honest with you, I don't know if Marianne is or not. Well, either way, we'll be following along. We can catch you on the radio uh, one way or the other. So let me ask you about Marianne. Uh, who do they have that gives you some matchup problems? You know, there's a junior guard for him that's averaged about 19 points, and he can he just shoots the, the heck out of it. He's averaged about 44% from three. You know, so that's a kid that we've got to be able to locate and transition and, and, and pick up and, and identify early and often. And then they've got a, another junior that uh, is pretty athletic wing, so average around 10 a game. Uh, you know, I think he just signed uh, an attempt to uh, play football at Iowa. You know, then they got a big guy that, um, you know, it's probably about 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, and, and he's thick. And they don't, they don't go to them quite often. I, I have a feeling that they'll go to them early and often against us tonight and get get something established inside. Um, you know, he's a kid that's 
probably average around seven points, but certainly probably could score more if, if they went to a more. Um, but they're, they're really active around the perimeter um, with their guard play, and, and they love to shoot the three. So what, what, let me ask, Coach, what are the keys to victory? What's going to see you moving on another round in this playoffs? Yeah, we, we've just got to put ourselves in position to, to be in the game and win the game. So we'll have to rebound well our transition defense and, and location and identifying, you know, their scores um, needs to be, uh, needs to be on point. And, you know, offensively, we may see a little bit of pressure uh, from Marion in the full court and, and they deny the first pass really well in the half court. So we'll need to be patient a little bit there on offense and, and not get rushed and, and take ill advised shots. You know, sometimes that's what a press does is, is forcing you into ill-advised shots and, and and things of that nature. So, you know, for the most part, we've done a we've done a really nice job as far as taking care of a basketball and and limiting our turnovers against pressure. So, you know, if if we stay that course and you know on the road, uh, obviously it's it's tough. You know, Marion's a good team; they're well coached, and we'll, we'll you know certainly have to be uh, be on top of our game to. Uh, you know, to make it, make it, make it attainable. Okay. Well, we've been talking to coach uh, Rawson of the Mount Pleasant uh, Panthers who uh, uh, scored a big upset victory in the first round of the playoffs moving on. Uh, got a big game tonight. We thank you for being on the, the program coach. Is there anything you didn't get to say that we, you wanted to? Oh man. I appreciate it. That round guy. Dave, well, uh, first, uh, might be the first uh, actual podcast um, broadcast interview I've, I've done in a while. Well, I, I'm uh, I'm not the round guy. I'm round guy's partner. They call me uh, Mr. Southeast Iowa. But uh, I cover all the Southeast Iowa. He does the big stuff. He does the once a, just right now he's retired, so he just does once a week. He does uh, like a he did the Field of Dreams yesterday, and he'll talk to the John Wayne Museum or the Gothic House or. Just cool yeah, destinations. Yeah. So uh, he keeps us yeah, up on that. You had Coach Kissel on earlier, didn't you? Yeah, I did. He's a, He wins a lot, so we have to talk to him all the time. See, he, yeah. he has no regard for his supporters' money. They uh, He keeps winning, and they keep paying those fees, and they win some more, and they pay some more fees, you know. Uh, he's He's got it like that over there. But, yeah, he's a great coach. Uh you guys in Henry County have quite a team. We're going to try to pick an all-star team out of uh, all the counties, and I think uh, Henry County would probably be maybe one of the toughest uh, in the league if you just went county by county. Yeah, yeah, I tell you. Well, even, you know, with our conference, our two conference is so tough this year with Fort Madison and, and Washington playing the way they did and, and uh, you throw Burlington in the mix. You know, they're Burlington, Fairfield. And then you might play a Tumwater or something like that during the year. I mean, it was a – you had a tough schedule. But you know what? It toughened you up for the playoffs, and that's what a schedule is supposed to do, isn't it? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we it's, sure enjoyed uh, talking to you. Uh, I'm going to let you go, but uh, I'm going to tag an interview about Mount Pleasant that I did on the back of this. So if you guys are from Mount Pleasant, this is uh, my way of saying thank you for listening. Uh, you went from 5% of my listeners to 10% of my listeners and just uh, – just during the basketball season. So we know you guys like basketball and we thank you for listening. Awesome. Thanks, Dave. All right. We're out. Out.
Welcome back to Round Guy, the podcast, as we continue our coverage of the city of the week. This week is the city of Mount Pleasant. On the phone with me is Christy Carey, the uh, Chamber Alliance of Mount Pleasant. Welcome to the program, Christy. Thank you very much. So if uh, I was a, I had a family and I was looking to raise a few kids somewhere, why would Mount Pleasant be a great town for me to live in? Well, Iowa is blessed to have a lot of great towns in our state, and um, Mount Pleasant, we're very proud of our community. We are a town of right around 10,000. We are home to two very unique and special things, and that is a uh, one of the oldest private institutions uh, this side of the Mississippi in Iowa Wesleyan University, and then we are also home to a perennial uh, annual event that most people have heard about, which is called Midwest. Old Threshers reunion. So it is a small town full of a lot of, of vitality and a lot of things going on. So uh, a lot of towns we talk to have a little trouble with housing. There, there's so many people want to live there. What's the housing situation like in Mount Pleasant? Uh, a lot like other towns in Iowa. I will say that we got some great news this past uh, few months ago when the census came out, and we are one of the few states or I'm sorry, one of the few counties in Iowa that are actually growing in population, especially those that are outside of an MSA like Des Moines or Cedar Rapids or one of our larger communities. We are in the southeast Iowa region of the state, and we're actually growing. We grew by 7% this year. So, yeah, you're correct. If you're growing like that, then housing is an issue. Um, luckily, we have some great private developers that have decided to put their money into our community. Um, upper story housing in our downtown has just gone like gangbusters. We can't keep that. We've got new uh uh, apartment complexes going up. We've got new townhomes going up, but sure, there's always that need for single-family homes, and wish we could. We wish we could get more developers down here to uh, build some of the single-family homes that we need. Well, in a lot of the cities that we look at, one of the things we really like to look at is parks, and we're always pleasantly surprised by, you know, Fairfield has a lot of parks. They're uh -huh. you know not very uh -huh. far away. A lot of them have fishing. Uh, Wellman has a big park. Uh, uh, Kelowna has a, a nice park with a swimming uh -huh. pool and a campgrounds. What kind of uh, park opportunities are there in Mount Pleasant? Actually, that is something that is becoming so important to uh, the younger generation and people moving into your community are what type of amenities do you have? So we do have East Lake Park, which actually has exactly you were like you were talking about a large lake with a lot of opportunities for uh, there's trails around East Lake. There's soccer fields. There are um, uh, just a number of different things that you can do out of East Lake, including a new dog park that we just put out there. But there's a number of parks all over our community. And so we, uh, we know that we still have some work to do in that area. Obviously, trails have become so important. We have close to 10 miles of hiking and biking trails, but we'd love to have more. And so um, we that is something that we continually work on because we know that's important to this next generation of people that want to move into Mount Pleasant. So we ask everybody about the water in town. How, how, how would you rate the water in town? And is there a... <laughs> well, I don't know of any problems, so I'm going to say it's great. I, uh, it is not something that we've had an issue with, not something that we've been concerned with. We have actually just added a brand new well in our community. Um, that was very important to us. And so I, as far as I know, that's not one of our issues. 
Okay, well, we uh, uh, had an interview with a gentleman about the uh, haunted rails, and it was a very uh-huh. popular uh, episode. I believe that's probably why I'm talking to you, because uh, we got a lot of listeners in my uh-huh. presence. So how, sure, how, does so, that, how does that event bring people to town and how, did, how well did it do? Well, that is one of the things that I'm so proud of Midwest Old Threshers for doing. So a lot of people believe that Midwest Old Threshers is just a one-time event held every September. And yes, we do get 30,000 visitors that come from all over the, the world for that event. Um, but they don't just rest on their laurels and let that one event rec- uh they don't, that's not all they do. So uh, they have a number of things. Once the reunion is over, they immediately start setting up for haunted rails and the uh, uh, haunted house. It's actually called the, the Thresher's House of Terrors, if that's the exact wording, I believe. And so we call it a haunted house, a haunted house and haunted rails. And then once that is over, um, they immediately get, start setting up. We are very close to opening up for Festival of Lights, where there are over 250 light displays that you can drive through. Last year, we had one. We had we rec- or, um, record all of the cars that come through. Last year, uh, someone came from every single county in Iowa to see this light display. They hit all 99 counties, and so it was really exciting. It's it's recognized as one of the best light displays in Iowa. So that will start here in about two weeks and run through New Year's Day. And so that's something that uh, we've got that. And then they start swap meets and they uh, have tours for the children throughout the year, school tours in May. So uh, Midwest Old Thresher is about a lot more than just the reunion. So if uh, you got a lot of manufacturing, you got a tremendous amount of employment there, talk about the employment opportunities the family would, would find in Mount Pleasant. So we have, we're definitely a manufacturing town, has been that way for years. And um, we have about, we're, right at 20 manufacturers in our community, some that are smaller, light manufacturing, clear up to um, our largest is actually a distribution center, not so much a manufacturer, but a distribution center with Walmart Distribution Center having over 650 employees. So um, manufacturing is a huge part of our community. And um, we have a, a couple that are locally owned manufacturers, but then we're also blessed to be a uh, plant or a, a location for a number of different major employers in the United States as well. So we do very well with manufacturing. It's incredibly important to us. It also does cause us challenges with the, obviously, the need for more employees and more workers. So uh, tell people about the location, and uh, you have a couple major highways that come through there that make you guys an excellent location for business to distribute their products on This was way before my time. You've got to give a a gentleman that's uh, no longer here with us here in Mount Pleasant. His name was Ernie Hayes, and he fought very hard to make sure that Mount Pleasant had the – uh, transportation is what they needed and so he fought for highway 34 and highway 218 uh, they are both we consider ourselves the crossroads of southeast Iowa so we have a number of trucks that go through here on a daily basis but it's also an easy place for people to get to we're literally 
you know, two to three hours from St. Louis, three hours from St. Louis and four hours from Chicago. We're less than two hours from Cedar Rapids and right at for Des Moines. So we feel like we're really positioned in a great location. And the nice thing is both of those highways are in great shape. The state of Iowa has been so good to us in the area of transportation. And so really easy access and easy place for people to get to. And, and you know, the nice thing about us is we're a small community that is so close to a number of big city amenities. And so that's important, again, for people that are interested in moving here. So one of the big reasons uh, when we talk to people in Wellman or Kelowna or uh, even Richland, Iowa, the reason why families are moving here is because they have great school systems. Uh What does your school system have to offer? And Talk about the grade school, the elementary, and all up to the high school and what it could provide a young man or woman uh, in job training. I think the interesting thing for us in, in the area of education is is Henry County has a large school district in Mount Pleasant, and then it has smaller school districts as well in New London, Waco, and um, Winfield Mount Union. So if people uh, like a, a public school system that's smaller, then you've got those options. If you like a school system that's uh, a little bit larger, we're a 3A school in Mount Pleasant, then you can go uh, to there. And then I don't want people to forget about our Christian school. We also have a Christian school here in Mount Pleasant called Mount Pleasant Christian School that offers people that option as well if they want. And so, again, we are positioned great to where you have your choices in education, which is very important. Well, choice in education was a reason that I moved. Uh, I spent a little time in Mount Pleasant about 30 years ago, like 1990. Uh, I moved to, I did, I went to school at Iowa Wesleyan after I got uh-huh. out, out of the army. And uh, Tom Vilsack, who was a future governor and uh, secretary of agriculture, was the mayor. And uh, a guy named Hal Mummy was the football coach. And he oh, developed goodness. the uh, yes. West Coast offense right there at Mount Pleasant. You like that air raid, don't you? That is something that we love. You know, the Mount Pleasant has a lot of history here in our community, and it starts back clear to a lady by the name of Arabella Babb Mansfield, who she was the first woman in the state of, uh, first woman ever to take the bar exam and to pass the bar exam and to, um, she was here at Iowa Wesleyan at the time and then actually practiced here. So first woman attorney. So we're very proud of her and the accomplishments she's made. The organization called PEO Sisterhood, a, 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 a sorority of types for communities. That was started here in Mount Pleasant. And then, yes, of course, we, Mike Leach and Hal Mummy spent time here. And, and rumor has it and stories go that they actually designed the air raid offense on a, on a napkin in a, in a local establishment here. We'll just say that. Well, I was there for every one of his games, the home games. <laughs> I went to every game and, and there was some, there was some growing pains at the beginning, but then oh, sure. all of a sudden there was some yeah. uh, really high scoring the offense was, uh, they had a guy named Ingram that was from Texas Christian University. It was a receiver, and he was, uh, uh-huh. an N- uh, NFL teams was scouting him. And then uh-huh. there was uh, a guy, I can't remember his last name, Dustin was the quarterback. And, yeah, they really, uh, you know, after that, the San Francisco 49ers and the Green Bay Packers used those offenses to get Super Bowl wins. 
Yeah, it is. It's quite a story, and and it's been getting a lot of press, and so it's been funny just this last three or four years that it's really starting to come up, and and lots of articles written about Mount Pleasant in uh, any place from the New York Times to getting coverage on ESPN and others about this that very thing with Mike Leach and how Mommy's spending time here. So, what about the? Uh, uh opportunities for athletics for both the young people and maybe some adults that want to continue playing softball or whatever? You know, Iowa Wesleyan is absolutely prime for that. That The neat thing is we now have a relationship with Southeastern Community College, and you often see private entities partnering with other private entities for two years and then moving on to four years. Well, we have one of the very unique ones that's actually a two plus two for public and private. So we always tell people you can start school here in Mount Pleasant, in Henry County, any of our schools as a kindergartner, and you can actually graduate from Iowa Wesleyan with your degree and even even your master's and never leave town. And so um, with Southeastern, there's a lot of opportunities through them as well as in Mount Pleasant. Um, I think the neat thing about that is that you've got a lot of kids that maybe they're not at a school big enough to get uh, the recruiting and maybe not large enough to go to schools uh, that are in, in some of the higher co- or larger conferences. But kids that go here, uh, I think I heard a, a figure yesterday that 60 to 65% of the students at Iowa Wesleyan are actually here on it to play athletics. And so that's really neat. It gives those students a way to keep playing if they want to. It gives them a small town setting. So especially those kids that are from smaller schools can really excel here and they don't get lost in in the big numbers that you see at some other places. Well, let's talk about shopping. What kind of shopping opportunities are there in Mount Pleasant? We have one of the strongest downtowns. I've been doing this for 33 years now and um, have spent time in a number of different communities as the chamber exec and and actually grew up in Missouri. And and I can tell you that we have one of the strongest downtowns I've ever worked in. And um, it's, it's a good, it's a blessing and a curse. We don't, we have less than three or four empty buildings downtown. So when someone is looking for it, uh, that's a little bit of a a challenge because a lot of people want to be downtown and, and our downtown is flush with uh, small antique store, not small, they're large antique store, small specialty shops. Um, we have a great new microbrewery in downtown Mount Pleasant. And so you can come eat and, and drink and shop and do everything right here in a beautiful setting. Our downtown square is one of the prettiest around. And so I would encourage everybody to just come over, uh, walk around the square, do some fun shopping and enjoy some of our good restaurants. Well, my wife really enjoys garage sailing, and uh, <laughs> Mount Pleasant has like some of the biggest garage sale events in the history of mankind, I believe. <laughs> so actually, those are arranged. You can find them all year long, but if you really want to see the cream of the crop, you come the week before Midwest Old Threshers, not the week of, because the week of, everybody is involved in the reunion. But the week before Old Threshers, uh, you've got a lot of people sitting over in the campgrounds that nothing has started yet. So that kind of started a, a number of years ago, a tradition that garage sailing is the thing to do in, in Mount Pleasant the weekend before Midwest Old Threshers. So make sure everybody checks that out. Always call the chamber office. 
We can tell you everything you need to know about the reunion, and we can also tell you about the garage sales and everything that goes on leading up to the reunion. We're talking to Christy Carey of the Chamber Alliance in Mount Pleasant. Uh, give our listeners, uh, how do they contact you uh, to find out about some of these opportunities here in Mount Pleasant? Sure. The, the easiest way is to just jump on our website. We are located at www.mpiowa.org, mpiowa.org, and or you can call our office at 319-385-3101. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Tell me something I don't know about Mount Pleasant. Well, let's see. Uh, this is one of my fun ones. Two things. First of all, if you come to see the Walmart Distribution Center, which, as I mentioned, was our largest employer, that building, I want you to drive by it and imagine that inside that building you can fit 26 football fields in one building. So drive by that and see that. And then I want you to know, I've already mentioned the importance of Iowa University and Midwest Old Threshers, but I would also want you to know that there's some really neat things made here in Mount Pleasant. If any of your listeners have ever been in the state fair and they want a ribbon, there's a very good chance that that ribbon was made here in Mount Pleasant. If you have a Yeti cup, I want you to get out your Yeti cup and look at the top of it and the piece of plastic that's on top of every Yeti cup is made here in Mount Pleasant. Um, We have a great uh, set of um, manufacturers that are making really unique products all the time, and we love to show those off and to talk about them. Well, we've been talking with Christy Carey of the Mount Pleasant Chamber Alliance. Uh, Before we wrap this up, is there anything else you want our listeners to know about Mount Pleasant? No, I just want to thank you for including us in the conversation. We absolutely love highlighting Mount Pleasant. And again, we want to make sure everybody understands that the reunion is, is coming up. It'll be, uh, not coming up, but in 2022, it's always the over the Labor Day weekend and you can find us then, but don't just come see us during the reunion. Make sure you come for the light display that's coming up called Festival of Lights. Or come see us anytime and check out Iowa Wesleyan and our community. We would love to have visitors and new residents alike come look at Mount Pleasant. Well, here at Round Guy, the podcast, once we pick out a city every week, but it's based on how many people listen. And Uh uh, you guys have the fifth most listeners. That's why the fifth week is falls to you. Really? uh, yeah, uh, it's been a, a work. We're we're in eighty uh, over eighty cities in Iowa now. We're catching on in all the small towns. That we're really strong yeah. in Southeast Iowa. You know, uh, we cover Wayland and Winfield, and we covered the Mount Pleasant football team and and all the teams in Southeast Iowa. And it's really brought us a lot of listeners. And then that Haunted Rails episode that we did was yeah, extremely was popular. For a little while, it was the highest rated episode we ever had on the podcast. Well, and they hit, they hit some records this year with that event, too. So it's been a good year for them. Yeah, it was uh, it was thousands of people from what we were told came mm-hmm. every, yeah, it was. You know, it was big, every weekend. So. All right. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate it. All right. This has been okay. uh, Mount Pleasant, Iowa. Thanks for your participation.